You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. You're listening to The Overflow with MC Brooks on GGR Pirate Radio. Swing a fly ball, center field deep. Bellinger going back to the warning track, to the wall. It's a grand slam. Howie Kendrick with a grand slam here in the 10th inning of game five. The Nationals seven, the Dodgers three. Do you believe it? Pull the lever, Frank. Run Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome back everyone to a brand new episode of The Overflow with MC Brooks here on GGR Podcast Network. I'm your host, MC Brooks, and I just want to say on the front end, I'm going to apologize for my energy on this podcast. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. I am like very tired. However, I still wanted to get an episode out for you all, so here I am, so If I don't sound as cheerful or like my normal self, just know that I am, you know, (laughs) I did not get a ton of sleep. With all that being said, I uh, definitely have some stuff I definitely want to share with you all in this episode. A lot of thoughts about this topic in particular. Uh, But before I get into that, make sure you go to GreekGeekRefuge.com where you can find earlier episodes of this podcast as well as episodes of our other podcasts. Uh, also make sure you are following Great Geek Refuge on all of our social media. We're Great Geek Refuge on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, where we have an active Facebook group. And if you'd like to support us, we're also on Patreon as well. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and get into it. So full disclosure, I really wrestled back and forth as to whether or not I wanted to make this episode in particular, uh, because I wasn't sure if I had anything new to add to the conversation. Um, and so I just didn't want to just be repeating stuff. However, though, what I've kind of witnessed in the last couple days has kind of caught my attention. And I, I feel like I felt like I there is something that needs to be said and it needs to come from someone like myself in saying it. Uh, especially because of the position that I in particular hold on this particular topic. Uh, So uh, I wanted to talk about the concept or the idea of recasting T'Challa. Next month, uh, August 28th, will mark two years, I believe, since Chadwick Boseman unfortunately uh, left us. And... It was devastating, and I think so many of us are still reeling from it just because we know what he meant to so many different people. Um, he, he, he was excellent, you know, on screen and excellent off screen from, you know, what's been said about him by others who had the opportunity to interact with him. Uh, but it, when he unfortunately passed, it kind of put the MCU in kind of like a precarious spot. They were on the verge of, you know, doing the pre-production for the Black Panther sequel, you know, which was something that so many of us were very excited for. The first Black Panther was an incredible movie. Uh, it's one of my personal favorites in the MCU. And it was a much more layered film than it really needed to be, considering that, you know, it's a comic book character. Uh, in a you know set in a fictional world with a, a fictional place, right? However, it was it, it managed to incorporate so many real world uh, conversations and 
ideas that come up whenever black folks are conversing amongst each other um, about so many different uh, so many different things, right? So it put the his death put people put the MCU in a really precarious spot because you know T'Challa, as far as I'm concerned, was most likely going to be one of the anchor characters moving forward in phase four and beyond for whatever the new incarnation of the Avengers were going to be. And, you know, all of that obviously had to, you know, be changed and it had to, it had to shift, you know, because unfortunately, you know, real world stuff happened and uh, we, we lost an incredible man and an incredible actor. So with all that being changed, it, it, it kind of called into question, you know, well, what exactly were they going to do for the Black Panther sequel? Um, I never thought that they would recast for the sequel. I was firmly in the camp of, you know, you don't need to, you don't need to recast for the sequel. It's too soon after it has, you know, it, you know, the, everyone involved from his family to the others who worked with him, uh, at Marvel and on the set, um, the, you know, all cast and crew, it, it, it's too soon to, you know, to kind of tell them to kind of bypass their grief and just deal with the fact that we're bringing someone new in. Not to mention, it would be a really tall task to bring someone in so soon after and task them with, uh, you know, upholding or carrying on the legacy of this character after what Chadwick did with the role uh, since Civil War. So... I was never firmly in that camp. However, I am in the camp of recasting T'Challa. Uh, and my feelings on, on it uh, basically stem from a handful of places. One, uh, from Chadwick's own mouth, you know, he believed that the roles he portrayed were much bigger than him. And all indications, both from his own words and from his family and others that knew him, are that he would want the character to continue. He would not want the character to die with him. Uh, so that's that's the first thing. And and secondarily, T'Challa, just in general, is a really important figure in Marvel, in comics. And it really does do everyone a disservice to, you know, get rid of the character just because the actor passed away, unfortunately. And... In me saying that, like, let me also clarify that I don't mean to come off as insensitive. Like, my entertainment is no is is not more important than a man or his family or or anything like that. I'm not trying to imply that at all. Like, I, I'm not someone who is so who feels so entitled to these things that I don't think it matters that Chadwick lost his life. That is absolutely not true. I was absolutely wrecked like so many others were when he when he passed because I've I've been a fan of him in so much of his work. Not just with Black Panther, but just so many of his other films uh that he's been involved in. I I thought were just fantastic. He was a fantastic person. So I don't I don't say all of that to, to come off as insensitive and I, I really don't want to be insensitive again which is why I feel like I um which is why I feel like I need to make sure that I'm being clear here you know a man lost his life a family lost you know a, a husband a father 
a cousin, you know, so on. They lost a person. And that part can't be stated enough. You know, our entertainment surrounding this topic does not matter as much as that. And the fact that so many others are still grieving with that matter. Like, that absolutely matters. It's a giant factor. So, personally speaking, I'm not calling for a recast immediately. I'm not even calling for a recast in the next three to five years. But I do think at some point, that character does need to continue being part of this larger cinematic universe. And I'm not a decision maker, so I, I can't speak for the process of trying to find someone to play him or, or anything like that, right? That's that's absolutely not the case. Um, I'm not a decision maker when it comes to that. And I, I, I can't imagine the you know how difficult it would be to even do that. But uh, again, I do think that like multiple things can be true. I think it is true that it's a good thing that they're not recasting the role right now while so many people are still processing the grief. And then, and then on top of that, it is important, I think, for the MCU to acknowledge what Chadwick did with the character while he was here. And based on the trailer that we got, I really do feel like this movie is a tribute to Chadwick Boseman and what he did. And you can very much see the impact that he had on everyone that he was around. And I think that as a community, we absolutely deserve to join them in both grieving and celebrating the life of Chadwick Boseman. You know, in, in watching the Wakanda Forever trailer, like it broke me because it really did feel like it wasn't, they weren't just talking about the character of T'Challa. They were talking about Chadwick Boseman. And so I think I think it is important that we honor and uplift him and celebrate all that he did and all that he meant to so many people. Um, however, like with that being said, I, I do think it is also important that the character live on beyond him. I think, you know, based on his own words and what others have said, that's what he would want, that he would want this character to continue. And again, I don't care if it's in five years, like you take the time if you so need to take the time. But I think, I think it's absolutely something that, that should happen. Um, but you know, my personal feelings about recast T'Challa are not the sole focus of this podcast, because what I did want to talk about with this is a toxic subset of the recast T'Challa movement that has been popping up. Uh, most notably since the trailer for Wakanda Forever has come out. But it's it's kind of been around in circles in various online spaces for the better part of a year and some change. And that is, you know, we have so many, and it's largely black men. It's not only black men, but it's largely black men who are, you know, who who are talking about there being something wrong with Wakanda forever because, you know, there is an abundance of black women who are taking lead roles in this film. I have seen commentary stating that it feels like a chick flick or it's, you know, it's not worth seeing because it's lacking in black men. And there's, you know, alleging that there's some intentional decision making by leaving black men out of the spotlight of the trailer which is nonsense, 
because you know, like Mbaku is in the trailer, there are going to be other men that are in this that are in the trailer that are going to be in the movie. But these are just nonsense, and and honestly, it 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 makes it really hard for me to like admit to being part of the you know community that wants to recast the character eventually when some of the voice some of the louder voices you're hearing from this movement are being misogynistic and it's unnecessary and we should want better and so for me to do this podcast I wanted to dedicate it to that because I need to lend my voice to the crowd of people who are actively not allowing the commentary from those loud voices to persist without being challenged at all by even people on who are of the same mindset uh, in that the character needs to be recasted eventually. Now, I think where we differ, because it does need to, we do need to respect the differences here, is you know my desire to see the character recast is not coming from a place of misogyny. I love Shuri. I have read a little bit of the run where Shuri becomes the Black Panther. I've read up and watched many videos where people have talked about, you know, Shuri as the Black Panther. I think Shuri's Black Panther suit is fire. I really like the design and the accessories that they that they do to really distinguish her from T'Challa's suit. So I'm okay with Shuri carrying on the mantle as Black Panther. I think she should carry on the mantle. Uh, I I would be okay if Nakia or Okoye end up being the ones to carry on the mantle of the Black Panther. I think it would be really interesting if that's the story. If that like if they decide to do that, um, if Shuri is not the one they they, they choose to you know uh, have the mantle and to go forward. But even with that being said, I do think it is important. It, it it is important to note. It is important to note that. Misogyny has no place in our community, and you can want to see the character recast without being misogynistic. One of the great things about Black Panther, the first one, is we really got to see, you know, kind of an idealistic view of what, you know, what our dynamic with each other can be in terms of the black women that are a part of that are part of Wakanda, you know, are of all shapes, of all sizes, of all body types. Some are bald, some have hair, some are warriors, some are not, you know, and the fact that you had so many men in so many different positions as well. Uh, some are healers, some are, are practitioners, some are warriors, some, you know, just work in the government. There's a respect of the elders. And it just feels like there's no way that you can truly be a fan of of uh, Black Panther or even just Chadwick Boseman. And you think the best way to honor him is to be disrespectful towards the non-men that he interacted with on a regular basis while creating the movie, while bringing this version of the character to life. That is disrespectful to Chadwick Boseman. More disrespectful than the idea of recasting the character. There's nothing wrong with recasting the character or wanting to recast the character. What what is the issue is when you start denigrating black women because you want to see the character come back. 
I saw a comment in a, in a Facebook group that I'm in where someone said that some of the driving, and, and I honestly believe this is true, but they, they, they said that some, that they're, some of the driving force behind the commentary that's coming from so many black men is the fact that Chadwick's version of masculinity is not the type of masculinity that they themselves want to see represented on screen. And so much of their desire to see this character recast is because they would like for someone else, whether that be M'Baku or Eric Killmonger or some other character, come in and take over take over the role as the Black Panther so they can portray the type of masculinity that they think should be on display in this movie. And like when I think about it, I don't disagree with that at all because it's, it's obvious uh, whenever you really dig beneath the surface with why someone feels like they need to, you know, talk trash about the women uh, of Wakanda or the women that are being, that are involved with this movie, uh, it, it's not coming from a place of love and honor and respect for Chadwick Boseman and what he would have wanted for this character and for this franchise, even though he's not he's no longer with us. That's not how you honor him, and it's not something he would want. You can tell. The one thing when you when you really listen to people is they cannot help but self-report. They will undoubtedly let all of their misogyny and sexism and BS on display. All you have to do is get them talking long enough to, to just let it out. And that's pretty much what's been happening since the Wakanda Forever trailer has been has been out. It's been a couple days now. At the time of this recording, uh, it's already broken so many records as far as uh, viewership within the first couple hours or viewership of a trailer period. I, was, I believe as of now, it's already surpassed the original Black Panther trailer, which is incredible because I do think this movie is going to be good and I do think it's going to do really well. And I'm very excited to see it and I'm excited to go see it with uh, my brothers and sisters and envies who are going to go watch this movie and, you know, celebrate the life of Chadwick Boseman and celebrate our T'Challa, celebrate our Black Panther. I can, I can't wait for that, but we do need to make it. We need, we need to be diligent about making sure that these people don't go unchallenged when they say the things that they say. When they, when they put these messages out into the atmosphere as if because black women are taking on a more visible role, even more so than the first one, that now this movie is not worth seeing, that it's not, it does not have value. And you have to really think about like what you're saying there because it once again illustrates exactly why you know so many of these people claim pro-blackness but they're not really being pro-black when you dig beneath the surface of what they're saying that something that a black woman is that black women are visibly in front of that they're going to be taking on more prominent roles more so than the first movie that that does not have value that that does not have value to our community right because here's the other thing too i don't think there's anything wrong with saying that the character needs to be recast so that black black men and black boys have someone to look up to and someone that they can see themselves in. 
I do think there there is value in that. There's nothing wrong with wanting that. But in addition to that, there's also nothing wrong with them being able to look at Shuri or any of the other women of Wakanda and be able to get similar lessons that are valuable and worth learning from. All of the people in our community or many of the people in our community have voices and have that have value. And, you know, sure, I'm not a woman, but I'm still curious to see Shuri's vision for the Black Panther or Nikea or whomever it ends up being, whether it's one of them or whether it's a new character. They have value and we need to embrace that. It doesn't just need to be us because so many, so much media, so much media is already dedicated to black men that this not inherently being about us because women are taking on lead roles. It's not necessarily a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? And even if you are someone on that, what I would say is, you know, just withhold, like withhold your judgment until the movie is out. Right. I miss Chadwick. I miss T'Challa. I wish, I do wish that T'Challa was in this movie. It was being featured in this movie, but he's not, he's not here. He's gone. We, we do ourselves such a disservice as black men when this is how we respond to these types of things. Instead of taking this opportunity to love on and uplift uh, Shuri and uplift all of the other people who worked on this movie, we're trashing it because we don't think it's about us. Which, again, kind of speaks to the, the, the fact that, you know, so many of us think that everything needs to be about us. And that's not the case. We need to, so many of us need to learn to see the value in stories being told from other black perspectives that are not black and heterosexual and male. That is important. That's a big deal. If you're going to be pro-black, then you undoubtedly, you undoubtedly need to take that into account. You absolutely need to learn to embrace that. I don't have children, but I would take, if I did, I would take them to go see this movie and, and, and hope that they learn the lessons and see and be inspired by Shuri the same way they would as if it were T'Challa. We can't allow misogyny to have a voice in our community. We need... We need unity and we the way to obtain that is by having the back of our black non-men. By not allowing these misogynistic assholes to have the loudest voices and demean them and demean this film that's going to honor Chadwick as if it has no value. That's not true. I'm still very much in the camp of recast the character. But I'm going to go see this movie and I'm going to be there opening weekend. And I'm going to celebrate this movie and celebrate with my community because of what this movie is going to mean for so many of us. It's it's very vital that we do that. I'm still pro recast. I do want them to recast the character inevitably, but I I'm okay if they don't do it now. I think, once again, misogyny has no place here. We very much need to 
love on the people behind this film. I saw a great tweet the other day by someone who worked on the film and they were speaking very earnestly about how they tried to honor Chadwick over the course of filming or the ways they tried to honor him um, in just the way that they went about filming or with each set design, finding different ways to honor him. You know, I thought it was really cool that they mentioned that they still have Chadwick as the lead, even though he's no longer here because he is the Black Panther. He is T'Challa. I thought that was super dope. I thought that was super fire. Ultimately, we, we, we just collectively need to learn to respect each other. You know what I'm saying? You know, well, let me rephrase, let me rephrase that because that, that can be taken out of context. So men, black men in particular, you need to learn to be respectful, respect the black women, respect the black women that are not trying to have sex with you, respect the black women that you're not related to, respect the black women that you, that, that you're not trying to get something from, or that you're not trying to manipulate, that you're uh, not trying to manipulate or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Respect black women, regardless of what they look like, how old or young or light or dark or how long or short or non-existent their hair is, or whatever the case may be. These are very important. And as a community overall, we need to make sure that we continue clowning these misogynistic men and that we keep calling them out and we don't allow them to be platformed and we don't allow them to say the things they say unchallenged. So I'm still pro-recast. I don't think my, my mind is going to change uh, in regards to that. But I do think it's important to just say that out loud. I'm pro-recast, but I'm anti-misogyny. I don't want to be associated with those people. And I want us all to go support Wakanda forever when it drops November 11th. Go do it for me. Do it for the people in your community. Do it for the people who made the movie and most notably do it for Chadwick because we uh, we should continue to love and honor our Panther King in this life and whatever lies beyond it. So I think that's pretty much all I have to say uh, on this matter. I've kind of repeated myself a number of times uh, because I didn't actually script this uh, kind of just talking off the top of my head. But if I have anything else to share, I will I will definitely uh, make it known uh, either in an, in a, an additional episode or uh, whenever we talk about this trailer um, with Mike and Rambo on At The Diner. So with all that being said, I want to thank all of you all for listening to an episode of The Overflow. Uh, I am MC Brooks, obviously. Make sure you go to greatgeekrefuge.com where you can go find earlier episodes of this podcast as well as episodes of our other podcasts. Uh, make sure you're following us on all social media, Great Geek Refuge on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon if you'd like to support us. That being said, I will catch you all next week. Have a good one. Peace. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy.